And then he said, don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. I can't catch a break, guys. Yeah. Get them the fuck away from me. I can't, I can't be around those guys. People think, oh well, cleaning your room, that's just a cliche. It's like, yeah, really, eh? Just go ahead and try it. If people had any idea how powerful sleep is for healing from anything, and the fact that it's free. My mind is absolutely bulletproof, solid as a rock. Podcast. Our live. How are you, Amory? What's the crack? Doing good. Not a bother. I am Grace. Excited to be on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Very nervous. Um, I watched Kira yesterday and she was so amazing. I'm like, oh my God, how do you follow Kira? Like, she was brilliant. Yeah, she's got so, a fantastic story, hasn't she? Yeah, just amazing. So I'm just like, Hard to follow. She's really well, hard to follow. We all have, we all have a we all have fantastic a, a fantastic story to tell. You know, it's just about digging deep enough and um, kind of pulling the story out of the hat. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Good, so, Amory, just a little intro on again why I picked you. They come on to the podcast. Um, you've been one of our our OGs. You've been with us back back in the early early days. Have you been with us since the boxing club, or did you join? Yeah. The no, the boxing club. Um, so yeah, I I am one of the originals with Irene. Yeah, and Megan. Megan. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think yeah. you were actually in fighting fit before I was in fighting fit. I was. I remember you came in. Um, Stephen. We only had Stephen, and then you came in, and you were literally just a wee chicken, a wee <laughs> tiny little chick after hatching out of college, <laughs> and you were telling us what to do. I was like. Who is this young fella? He's <laughs> probably doing the exercise better than I did. Oh, it was so funny. And like, I remember Chloe sitting outside waiting for you. These were just so cute, these two little teenagers. I was like, oh, seriously? I know. <laughs> I am paying for this. <laughs> I was literally, I was so nervous back in the day because, like it says, yeah, so to me, I, all I did before that was train myself. I'd never trained anybody. And I had all these people and then, what was worse, it's not like this was your first time, you know, he's already been trained by Stephen and all this kind of stuff. I was like, well, I'm just doing what Stephen told me to do. <laughs> yeah, you said that a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, as I said, so Amory, again, one of the reasons that I got you on is because you're a fantastic FF ambassador. So again, it's not only that you've been with us a long time, you've been doing all the things that you've ever been asked to do. You know, you've always been rising to the occasion, um, you know, putting new challenges in front of yourself and then smash those challenges. Um, constantly you know, bringing new members into the gym because obviously people would say to you, hey, Amory, you know, what are you doing? Why do you look so great? Why do you have so much energy? Why do you always go around with a smile on your face? <laughs> um, and for whatever reason, you'd send them our way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, for AC, so uh, again, you went from the couch uh, to running marathons and then quite recently there, you ran, uh, ran swam and cycled a triathlon. Yeah, well, the, uh, it was a kayak, but the kayak part got cancelled, but like, because of the weather, the kayak park got cancelled, but that's okay. It was a quest. So, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how did you go on? Did you enjoy it? Um, yeah, absolutely loved it. Loved it and couldn't believe how easy it was, which is mad. Like it was 45 kilometers or something. I can't even remember the distance. It was crazy distance, but uh, it was so easy. It like, and how mad does that sound? It was just so easy. Got off what, the bikes and went, oh, shit, that was too easy. We could have done that again. What was the <laughs> was breakdown crazy. of it? Um, so it was an 18K cycle, 
and then um, the run and then a 14k cycle and then we were supposed to do the kayak which that part was like literally across the lake it got cancelled and then uh, we were back running again so you know it was spread out but the the cycle was mostly like uphill and like the weather was just horrendous like the wind and the rain and everything but it was just great great day great have you have you always been sorry have you always been into running um no no when did (laughs) when did you start running no so this is like when i was 39 40 so just for people who don't know, I am one of the oldest members of the group. <laughs> older old members, I know, older members, I'm 48, I was 48 this year. So when I was 40, 39, hitting 40, my friend Benny said to me, because um, I was always kind of into, you know, what I ate and how I looked and just to keep fit, but not, um, not running or anything like that. I, I used to go to other gyms, like Peak Physique, those kind of ones, and Felda that kind of stuff, but, and yoga, that kind of stuff. I always did a wee bit of everything, but then I stopped because I suppose when you have kids, Brandon, you know yourself, your focus goes on to the kids, you know yourself, but your focus goes on to the kids. And our Connor was very active as a small child. We had him at kickboxing, boxing, running, everything. And we were always constantly going. So I kind of started to suffer then. Mm. And I let myself go basically because all my focus was going on him. And my friend Benny, who I worked with, said to me, Amory, I think you're letting yourself go. <laughs> Straight out. Just said really? it to me. I was like, okay, thanks. That's a true <laughs> friend. Like, oh no, true friend, because he knew I was into fitness and keeping myself right. So he said it to me straight out. It was very funny. Um, but then he said, Look at I'm starting to run around the Furry Glen, you know, behind Doriel Park. Yeah. And he said, do you want to go running? I was like, I couldn't even walk the length of myself at this stage, honestly. And I said, all right, okay, let's give it a go. So we literally, twice a week, we used to go out for 20 minutes and we would run for three minutes, walk for a minute. And we would stay there for the 20 minutes and do that. Really? And then we increased it and we increased it. And then we signed up for Patsy Kelly. And the first time I did Patsy Kelly, I did it in 32 minutes. Like it was 32 great. minutes. That's a great time. Well, it was it. It was if, then. If you were to now, start, if you were to start yeah. running, I mean, that is a solid yeah. time. So then, um, that was the first Patsy Kelly. The second Patsy Kelly, I did it in twenty nine minutes. The third Patsy Kelly, got down to twenty five, and then the last one it was twenty three. So every time we did Patsy Ooh, Kelly, I, I increased my speed. But that was my introduction to running. Brilliant, cool. Yeah, that's a great yeah. start. And was Benny, um, did he run first? Was he already run or did you start together? Um, he was tipping away, like he wouldn't have done any races or anything like that. He was tipping away running. He always kind of, he was a footballer and he always kind of ran and he'd be into the gym and all that sort of stuff. Now he's in his 60s now, Benny. Like we're, like neither of us were spring chickens running around the Furry Glen. You know, but we had good crack. I can't believe you said you're 40. Yeah, Amory, I generally thought you were like 40. Like, you're not fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Brandon. But, but in saying that, generally, it's like, you know, 48 really is the new 38. You know, like. Oh, it is completely like when I was 20, 30, looking at people at my age, are you just like. You, oh, it yeah. And now yeah. I'm not old. I'm fine. Yeah, you're not old at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then no, what, 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 what do you kind of attribute that to, you know? Mindset. Mindset. 
definitely mindset. It has to be. Like if you if you think that life's over or life is over, you have to just say, no, I want to do this and just go and do it. Mm. You know? And like, you know, when you're younger, you think you can do anything and you can do anything. But then you, you get your kids, you get your home, you know, and, and it's right, right, I have everything I need now and I'm okay. But for me, there was always something missing. It was mm. like, no, I need more. I need to do more. So that's where the fitness comes in and the mindset comes in. And I literally know I can do anything I want to do. Yeah, you're a go-getter. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just who I am. So talk to me. How did, how did you go from the, the Patsy Kelly then to, to the marathon? Or was it a half marathon first? How did you work it? Um, uh, okay. So you know that I had a, a serious tragedy in my family in 2015. Uh, I lost my brother. Yeah. So sorry. And no, that's okay. So I lost my brother to suicide December 2015. And um, I remember going back to the gym. That was in December. I went back to the gym like literally weeks later. There was no time at all. Into the gym and like obviously was really upset. I remember hitting the box and bags and tears like blowing down. And Stephen would just totally ignore me and let me cry and yeah. everybody else was the same it was just like leave her alone she's getting it out of yeah. her system and which was brilliant and then Stephen set a goal he said look at what you want to do you know because he knew I needed something I needed a focus and I was like right I always wanted to run a marathon I know I could do this and he was like right let's do it so that was basically it that started the ball rolling so 2016 I stuck myself into training for the Dublin Marathon and the Dublin Marathon was going to be, I'd, we, we had this class 2016 um, medal because of 1916, it was the 100 year medal yes, and cool. I was like class, I want one yeah. of those, that's going to be brilliant, blah blah blah. So I trained and trained and um, met up with Paul, I don't know, I think it was the Dundalk 10k or I don't know, we were out running, all of us fighting fit. There was a group of us out running and um said to Paul, Do you wanna I was training at that stage for the marathon? Do you wanna go for a run like some Saturday, Sunday, whatever? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two of us are running. And then I was like, Do you know you could do a half marathon? And he was like, No, I couldn't. I was like, Of course you could. Of course you could. She's like, not a bother, you know. So we signed up for Monaghan half marathon. Um, so literally in September, I ran the Dublin half marathon. A week later, we ran Monaghan half marathon and I hurt my knee. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you hurt your knee a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I hurt my knee after the Monaghan one because I hadn't, it was too close together. Yeah, that's so, how I, was, I, was, I was thinking because that I could not run two half marathons in a week to each other. Yeah. Remember, Brandon, I hurt my knee and I couldn't go back to the gym and every time I even moved my leg my knee would literally the pain would shoot through and it was like four or five weeks to the Dublin marathon and I was after training the whole fucking year I remember this now you remember yeah uh, but but thick me said I don't care I'm gonna do it so uh I remember um running around the roads of Dublin that day for the marathon my knee was killing me and I got to the half marathon stage because it's all broke up and I got to the half marathon stage and I could barely, I could barely walk. I was like, no, 
and I went to the um I went to the first aid guys and I said just give me something anything like and he said if you continue to run you might never run again yeah and just for anybody who ever has a sore knee or a sore leg or anything just don't do it it's not worth it pick your battle so there and then I stopped I just and I cried and I remember like lying on the streets of Dublin crying <laughs> like a lunatic they actually had to put one of those silver yokes around me because <laughs> I was dressed for running I had a little you know the vest top and the shorts and everything yeah, and it was freezing it was, like, it was October and I was freezing and I was like crying and I was just a basket case they had to take me back to the start in one of those ambulance <laughs> and everything it was a disaster but I got the bus up that day with a crowd from Dundalk got onto the bus on the way home and a chap on the bus said to me Gary actually was on the same bus Gary Gary, yeah he was on the same bus I think he didn't run it that day either I think something happened to him the same day two disasters Gary will confirm that but I remember Sarah sitting because Sarah had um Prosecco or champagne or something, and she gave me a glass of it. I obviously needed it. <laughs> but uh, this chap on the bus said to me, just put it aside, don't even worry about it. It's not worth worrying about. It's just one of those things. He said, run dairy. He said, dairy is the marathon for you. He said, dairy is the is class. Dairy, the atmosphere, everything. He said, run dairy. And dairy yeah. was in June. So I didn't run again, got my knee fixed, got my knee better. I went to physio, did everything I was supposed to do. And Christmas Day, myself and Paul ran 5K for uh, Blessed Oliver's uh, Christmas morning. We ran from um, the graveyard up to Blessed Oliver's. We ran 5K, went into Blessed Oliver's. You go around all the wards singing to the old people. It's just such a special day, singing That's like good. Christmas hymns to the old people. And... Um, that was it. That was me running back again. Really? And myself and Paul signed up for Derry. In 2017, we trained together and ran Derry. It was class. And what was your, and you finished it? We finished it. And actually, then we did Dublin in the October. And then we did Derry again the following year. So three in the space of a year. Yeah. From not being able to run the length of yourself and letting yourself go. Yeah. Good stuff. And how... Class. How far away was the first run from 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 the, the dairy to dairy? Sorry, what do you mean, Brandon? So from your first run with Benny until Oh yeah. Um was it a couple just a couple of years, like literally two years, two, three years? Two, two, just a couple Benny. of years. Yeah, no, literally a couple of years. It was no no, I'd say just two or three years. Yeah. Sure. And would you would you bank that down as your, your biggest achievement? What is your biggest achievement? Um, oh God, yeah, probably the marathons. Like I remember crossing the finish line, the first one in Derry, and we had um, the headphones on. I used to wear one ear and Paul would wear one ear so we could still talk to each other. Oh yeah, I guess. I thought you meant the same, same thing. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so we could still talk to each other and have the crack as we were going around. And, like, and I remember we were running and um, at their toes, oh Jesus, the pain in the toes and everything. Oh my God! The feet were burnt off us. We were. Ever, did, you ever, did you ever lose any toenails? Yeah, three. Yeah, that's just part of it, isn't it? Oh, horrendous! Three, absolutely horrendous. Well, I'll never forget crossing the finish line. 
and the two of us running up they have it all blue and all and the crowds are cheering you on and everything and we ran across the finish line together and the tears like happy tears yeah. just that adrenaline i heard you talk about the adrenaline after a win that feeling of yeah. after running for four hours and i'm still alive and i feel great and it was just yeah. amazing it's and like to be running with your friend as well like it's just class that is really cool. That's actually something I haven't experienced. I never actually finished. Well, when I finished a, a half marathon, but I kind of, I always kind of pace off my own. But I must, I must, I must get a good partner and finish the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, me, me, and Gary might do that for for a marathon. Maybe he'll he'll he'll, he'll stay by my side and pace <laughs> me a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I think it's something, something, something about obviously when you run a marathon, unless you're one of these Olympian boys, you know, it gets to that stage where you're miserable. Yeah. And when, oh, you are, when you're miserable and then you cross the line, it just makes the high even higher, you know? Yeah, no, it's class. It is class. And having somebody beside you the whole way to jeer you on and have the crack with and you know, the slag and there's Penny. The Hi, slag Penny. And, and the slag in an afternoon, you know, it's great crack. And we had the same teacher t shirts, we got the same singlets, uh bite and fit singlets. I, I did got see them actually, yeah. I ordered them for us and um, we had our names on them. So as you run around, people are shouting, oh, Ray Paul. <laughs> and you're like, how the fuck do they know our names? <laughs> that is class. Yeah, it is good. So what advice would you say to somebody who maybe um, maybe wants to run a marathon? But, you know, uh, any, just, any kind of level. I suppose just do it. Like, just get your training plan and stick to it. The training plan is worse than the actual day. Okay. The train, like, we would have run every single week twice a week every wednesday and every sunday like paul would have been at my house at like half eight nine o'clock on a sunday morning we might be back till 12 half 12 like we would just be gone the whole morning running um and we had a route that we used to do you know when we'd have water bottles planted throughout the route and bananas and mars bars <laughs> planted throughout the route you have to have your plan and just stick to yeah. your plan you know, the training is harder than the actual doing of it. The doing of it is the easy part. Okay. Just get a plan and stick to it and find somebody uh, to pace with and, you know, get a partner to do it with because it's brilliant. I think that makes it, that definitely makes the day. That's um, yeah, that's it. I'd say if you want to do it, just do it. And anybody can do it. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Like when we were running around the roads, the people that you meet, all shapes, all sizes, all ages there's mm -hmm. no there's no one size fits all it is any anybody can do it yeah anybody and like i said everybody kind of sees the 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 medal but i think it's important for like you know people to kind of hear that that halfway mark blowout it's like oh you know you, you can't run it every time sometimes it doesn't go always go your way that doesn't mean that you said you know oh, i'm not a marathon i guess isn't for me it's just not in me it's like we gotta restart do it again you just, if you really want to do something, you just have to set your mind to it and just get it done. Yeah, you know? I, I completely agree. Because it is worth it. It is worth it. The the feeling that you get, that sense of achievement afterwards is just brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah. It's worth it. And plus, you're a positive role model for the kids then as well. You're coming home with your medal, you're all hype and buzz, and you're like, and they just think you're deadly. They're like, wow, look at my mother. She's mad in the head, but she's <laughs> deadly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, definitely. That's a great point. Yes, that kind of setting that example, being that example. Yeah, you set the example of like you can do anything. Yeah, you because know? you know, at the end of the day, it's so to say, kids don't do what you say, they do what you do. Yeah, that's it. You know? so that is you, true. You can't, you can't, you can't want your kids to be fit and to be motivated and inspired when you're a couch potato. It's just mm -hmm. not. 
you know, you're going to raise a lot of couch potatoes. Yeah, um, yeah, you have that, to. Unless they have that kind of outside influence, you know, but it's, 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 it's always going to be better if you're that influence. And then instead of kind of lecturing at them, you're just giving them pages of your own experience. Yeah. You're saying, well, look, this is what worked for me. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying, if you like the results that I have and you kind of like the life that I'm living, obviously model after what I'm doing. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it completely. Yeah, that is it completely. So you have you have a family, Amory. I do. And you have a job. I do. How do you and you, again you're you're running marathons all that kind of stuff? How how do you find the balance between it all? Um, how do I find the balance between it all? I suppose I'm very lucky that I have great support around me. You know, like in fairness to Rory, he never once said, Amory, you can't go and run a marathon. Mm. You have no time. You know, because he would be really busy as well. Um, but he like I think he used to love when Paul used to call on a Sunday because he'd get rid of me for three hours and yeah. he could listen to his his political Fine. news and everything. He'd be delighted. Is Paul not calling for you? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the support around you is really really important. And my sister, like you know, Wendy used to be in the gym. Wendy yeah. would have been a brilliant support as well to be able to drop Turlock off to Wendy. You know, if Rory was busy, you need that support network around you when you have kids and. There's always somebody there. You just need to ask the right person. You know, there's always somebody there to help out. Um, yeah, people and, love kids. Yeah, you know, I find just planning people, and people routine. Kids. People always take your kids. They will always. Somebody will always take them. You know, I, these people who say, "Oh, I've nobody to mind the child." That's just an excuse, as far as I'm concerned. There's always yeah. somebody to mind the yeah. child. You yeah, know, and again, always, you know. can't be afraid to ask for a little bit of help. You know. Yeah. Especially, especially if so. And again, if something's a priority, I always, I always kind of. I always think everybody loves money. I always kind of put it all always back to the winning lottery ticket is on offer. If yeah. you find someone to, to mind your kids, you can't bring your kids, you know, you have to go into court. It's the winning lottery <laughs> ticket. You know, what, what would yeah. you do? You know, you, you'd, you'd, you'd find a way, you'd find a plan. It's like, you know, even if I have to take them with me, sit them in the car, give them a switch, whatever it yeah. is, you know, it's like you, the, where the really, really is a will. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You'll find a way. Like even yourself and Chloe would have had Turlock for me the odd Sunday. You know, there's always somebody that you can ask, you know. Yeah. There is always somebody. You just need to find them, basically. But routine and planning, I think, is is the most important thing. Like our routine every week was to run on a Wednesday and run on a Sunday. So you knew, right, I need somebody to mind the child Wednesday and Sunday. Yeah. It was just yeah. basically it. Well, uh, that's it, you know. exactly. You need the plan, and that way it's not just dropping last minute on yeah. other people, because then other people can kind of factor in and all that kind of stuff. You know, it's like, it's better, right, you know, fair enough, nobody can mind your kids. Could somebody mind your kids with four weeks' notice? Yeah. You know, Absolutely. probably. Yeah. yeah. But even the gym, like, so with my work, my work went crazy there for a while where I was working in the evenings, a lot of evening, like literally 12 hour days, Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursdays. And I was like, right, how am I going to get to the gym? I'm working 12 hours. So that's when I started the morning classes. And that's when I like literally get up at a quarter past six, go over. I'm lucky I only live five minutes away from the gym that I can just get up, get ready, go over and get my gym done before work. Because otherwise yeah. I wasn't going to get it done. But that's yeah. again, you have to get yourself up out of bed and get over and do it. Yeah, honestly, I like because again, even me, like for for me, um, like I I really do believe I do believe I've got one of the toughest schedules to kind of have to work out for at, at times because especially now having a little baby, you know, my my work day is from because you know you've got work, 
So mm -hmm. if you want to get to the gym, I know that you've got work. So we have to be ready before you go to work. And yeah. then not only that, I, we know that you have a family to get ready after the gym. So we have to start a very, very early day. And then I've got a family after after work. Uh, my my, my uh, job, you know, it's got an awful lot of self-development and personal development. So we've obviously got to work out uh, and we have to do, um, or we're at least, um, what would you say, encouraged to do an hour study as well. Mm -hmm. So it's an hour after or an hour before our work shift as well. Now, our first class is at half five in the morning. So if I want to do work before work, it means I have to be in here at half four in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's like, Absolutely. and if, 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 you know, it's like, if you have to get up at half four in the morning to do a workout and you have to do it, you'll do it. But it's like, yeah, if, well, yeah. if you give yourself that out, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's very easy to just not do it. You know, it's very easy to kind of go, oh, well, sure, look, I just don't have time today. It's like half four in the morning is an option. You know, yeah. if you really want to, that's also an option. But people kind of have it. It's not seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, seven, seven till nine. That's the window. It's not in that window. It's not happening. You know, eleven o'clock at night. That's also an option. Yeah, I know it is. It's it's how much do you want it? Like it is how much do you actually want it? You know, if you want to make excuses, you can make excuses. You know, it's up to you. You know, and what I love about you guys is that you live, you practice what you preach. You yeah. know, you live it. So you're not like fat person sorry <laughs> but you're not the fat person in Belda you know the fat gym instructor walking around telling people you know to run on the treadmill for 20 minutes yeah. you actually do what we do yeah you know you practice yeah. what you preach and that's what I love about you guys like when you tell me to lift your weight a certain way it's because you do it that way you know exactly, that yeah. that's the right way to do it like yeah. I'm not looking at you going what do you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but it's, you know? that, it's like you know i really did feel that way like you said when you see me as a spring chicken because i didn't i didn't live the life back then mm -hmm. you know it's like mm -hmm. gen, like generally like as as you guys grow like it was i i actually said people all the time you know you and paul inspired me chris uh, and stephen to run a half marathon and mm -hmm. like, even around that whole year back before we ever got the the renovation you know when i started seeing you guys kind of you know make something kind of just seemed to click for you guys and mm -hmm. i was like oh my goodness like i have to raise my game just to coach these people yeah you know because like if you like you guys were nearly surpassed were surpassing me as a coach as clients which was so so motivating you know mm -hmm. it's because it was like geez like you know it's like these guys are really taking what i'm saying to the nth degree mm -hmm. and i had to work on myself you know in terms of motivation and discipline and nutrition and exercise just to get to the place where I could even understand where you guys were at. You yeah, know, it's like, yeah. and that was, like I said, to, to, to kind of have a client motivate a coach, you know, that's amazing. I, that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons why I love this place because, you know, you get all types of people coming in and everybody's got their own kind of, um, their own stories and their own strengths and, you know, really can outshine lots of different people in lots of different ways. You know, it's like for Toxic, I know you were a little bit nervous about following Kira, you know, it's like, but if, Kira was to have to try and do what you did and run, you know, a marathon, a triathlon, and then, you know, hearing that you're saying, oh, the triathlon was too easy. You know, I'm sure she'd get pretty <laughs> nervous. You know, and, and to have, yeah, kind of have everybody with their own strengths in, in this little small community, it's, it's amazing. It's very inspiring. Yeah, and that is so true. Like, you see the girls coming in, the, the lads coming in, and everybody has their own strengths. 
and everybody supports each other's strengths, which I love, you know. Yeah. And the door's always open to people who have left and come back. And when you see them back, you're like, oh, you're back. You know, like Andrew came back and it's like, oh, Andrew, you know, you were missed, you know. And, yeah. and the door's always open to welcome people back. It doesn't matter, you know, who you are, where you are. It's just, that's one of the things that I love as well. Everybody goes through seasons. You know, everybody's, mm-hmm. everybody's, yeah. everybody's including kind myself, of, yeah. exactly, yeah, including myself, you know, it's like I've literally, even as a coach, I've had periods in my life where my training was just not that very, not that great, and I have other periods where it was fantastic, and I have other periods where I was injured, like I was injured, mm-hmm. I'm working here now five years, I would say I'm, I was injured for a solid two years of my five-year experience, you know, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you're always going to be on top form. Yeah, you're not always going to be on top form and it's about forgiving yourself and, you know, and just saying, right, that's done. It's over now. Let's move on to the next thing, you know, because it would be so easy to become that couch person again. And like, nobody's happy being a couch person, you know, that's when depression can sit in. You can get too comfy, you know, watching the soaps and bloody Netflix and, you know, and just drinking the wine and you know we're all at that age now where we love a glass of wine and it's just too easy to lie on the couch and do that you just have to keep yourself forgive yourself for days that you do that and then just move on to the next day yeah i i mean like here because here's the part here's where i am in my mindset now um, with this kind of stuff it's like i literally will never be okay within that person like never but although i it's a hundred percent to fit that in your week yeah, but I won't do it for seven days. I will literally never, ever, ever do that for seven days out of the week. But it is a case of like yeah. I think you need it, and I think like the reason that you should train is to fit that in. Absolutely. You know, whatever your advice um, is. My son, my son says that. She, <laughs> Aaron says that to me all the time. She just trains so she can eat and drink whatever she wants and still be skinny. And I don't. True. I don't understand any other reason <laughs> to, to to train. You know, it's like. Because the pro- the problem is, uh, Jim Rowan says, uh, the, the weeds grow. You know, it's like, it, it takes an active mm-hmm. effort to have a garden that looks well. But, you know, if you just want to let it all go, you yeah. can let it all go. You know, and, and here's the unfortunate <laughs> part. <laughs> and, and the thing about it is, is you wear that. That's the thing. Like, it would be really yeah. nice if you could sit at home and drink wine and put the feet up on Netflix and you and nobody would know. But the thing about it is, you know, your skin will tell people the story. Yeah. You know, your waistline mm-hmm. will tell people the story. Um, and people mm-hmm. judge, you know. And yeah. people don't like to be judged unfavorably, you know, which, like I said, it's like, mm-hmm. look, I, like, I will do my best not to judge. I, I do my best to understand. And I, you know, I get it. I fall in hard times. I'm far from perfect. I'm certainly far from the finished product. There's many, many people, many, many times better than me at many, many different things. But at the same time, are you doing all you can do to better yourself? Because if the answer to that is no, you know, people people in general don't seem to like that. No, but I think it is, um, Brandon, are you happy? You know, are you yeah. actually happy? You know, yeah. if you're happy lying on the couch watching Netflix seven days a week, go for it, you know, but are you actually happy? Great point. Completely agree, actually, because you know? that's 100%. Because I do see all this kind of stuff on social media about these these overweight people and are kind of like, you know, self-love, uh, you know, I'm happy doing me, be me, 
all that kind of stuff. And which is yeah. like generally a hundred percent. Like if you like, this is your life. Live it whatever way you want. If you want to eat KFC and McDonald's yeah. and Krispy Kreme donuts and sit on the couch and watch the greatest shows on Netflix, it's like that is you know. It's like I can understand the appeal. Yeah, I definitely can. <laughs> so, but, but but if if the results of that are not something that's you know. Um, put a smile on your face at the end of the day because like I said mm-hmm. there's a cost to that and you know it's because it, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a free dinner it's going to cost you something no. and if you're okay with the cost 100% but kind of that's kind of what we set up is we, we're kind of my job really is damage control mm-hmm. it you is know, damage like, control yeah it is yeah. Um, but if you're happy like one thing I always say my friends think I'm mad when I say I'm running a marathon or I'm doing a quest or I'm doing a hell and back they all think I'm mad right and I'm like, no, but if I die, I'll die happy. And that is the truth. Like if I died running a marathon or, or on the mountains of Kenmare, you know, God forbid, <laughs> if the bike fell over and I got killed by a car, God forbid. But just know that I died happy. And that is the truth. I am at my happiest when I'm doing that, you know? Yeah. And, that, and that's, that's the other side of it as well as, you know, it's like sitting on the couch and eating the Krispy Kremes and drinking the wine. That's one high. Then you yeah. have your marathon height. Yeah. You know, and it'll be, it's a shame to not experience that. Because, like, I mean, like, although the Krispy Kremes are fantastic, although the Chinese is amazing, it's like there's other things to experience as well. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, um, the fact that Jenny and Stephen were away doing their yoga, you know, training, and Chris then and Ashling went, I'm going to do that. I'm so oh, really? envious of that. I'm so envious. I don't want to be a coach. I just want to do it. That's <laughs> I just want to go away for four weeks and do yoga. It just sounds amazing. You know, so definitely that's on my bucket list to do that. Um, well, so you, can't, you can't fall off the bike until you get to Thailand. No, I can't put, I won't cycle to the island. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no reason you couldn't do that. You're, you're, you're the kind of person who says that, you know, when, you know, 10 years time, 15 years time, you're going to get in the car and just be a yeah. little nomad. Is that still yeah, the plan? Yeah, that's me. That is still the plan. I'm going to get my little uh, camper van and travel around. That is the plan. That's so cool. That sounds amazing. <laughs> there's a happy chick inside here somewhere. Somewhere. She's out there running the roads. She's out running the roads. No, that is the plan, absolutely. So uh, what do you do for a living, Amory? So I work for the a crowd called the Genesis Programme. Um, I am a facilitator. I facilitate parent programmes to parents who have children with behaviours consistent with ADHD, but not just parents who have children with ADHD. Any parent can do a parent programme, um, and every parent should do a parent programme. Um, I deliver the Incredible Years Parent Program. Um, so all different strategies that we help parents with with their kids. Um, I'm not the perfect parent. I would never claim to be, but I am a good facilitator and I know how to do it. And I help parents be better parents, basically. And you, do, you practice, do you practice what you preach? Yes, completely. Yeah. No, I completely do. Like, um, I know you know Turlock, not everybody knows Turlock. Turlock is 11 and he has, he's autistic and ADHD. So he has a dual diagnosis. So I have practiced what I've preached from day one. Luckily, I did the program with Connor as a parent when he was only five, because he was mental. Mm-hmm. He was the Duracell bunny, he had loads of energy, didn't know what to do with him. I was constantly fighting with him. Like if we were at loggerheads, I'd tell him one thing, he'd tell me no. 
you know so I did the parent as I did the program as a parent for him and that was me hooked I yeah. was like right from that day he's 16 now and I have been practicing what I've preached 11 years with boys yeah and I think it works you know they're good boys I think it works but what what is it like if you kind of just kind of had to sum it up or you know give give some some goals it's positive or... parenting brandon it's positive parenting um you know it's positive discipline positive parenting you know it's just um you can still tell them no but there's a certain way that you do it and it's respectful as well so i'm not the boss of them in any way we're all equal in the house you know we all you know live here we're family we're unit um it's positive parenting strategies that's exactly what it is you know if you take, take try, democracy into the parent into the household kind of thing yeah well you know and it's being respectful like a lot of us were brought up with being told what to do and when to do it and how to do it but this is a different approach where we're all equal you know um and yeah there's respect for each other you know okay and do you like your job love it absolutely yeah. love it yeah love my job yeah. And how does your hours kind of suit for a for kind of again fitting it all in? Um, again, it's just planning, isn't it? It's planning and routine, and just like I know from one week to the other what what my job is going to entail. So I just have to plan around that, you know. Yeah. And pre prep the dinners and prep the lunches and make sure the shopping's in, just the usual stuff. Make sure the uniforms are done if when school's on. Make sure you know my clothes are ready. You know, it's just all prepping. Yeah, plan, 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 plan. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And that's part of what we help parents do to learn how to plan and how to prep and be ready. That's, be that's, and that's, that's what I do for a living as well. I think that's something, you know, it's, it, it, takes, it takes a little bit of humility to kind of admit, look, I don't have it all together. I could probably do with a better plan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And it is just about writing down what works and what doesn't work and fix. So we do a benefits and barriers thing. What are the benefits to having a plan and what prevents you from having a plan? And you'll see all the, the, the barriers are your own and it's just a matter of getting rid of them. And the yeah. benefits way, you know, outweigh the barriers every time. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like everybody's kind of got these, you know, rough ideas and rough um, kind of uh, outcomes and all this kind of stuff that they that they quote unquote know. You know, I Asher, I know this and I know that. And it's not until you kind of lay it out in a structure on a piece of paper that it really starts to become abundantly clear. And that's when you can really start, you know, making the magic act like for talk's sake, very simply, a budget. Yeah. Ah, why, like, why, where did all the money go this week? You know, it's like, what actually happened? And then you get it out and you go, oh, gosh, no, I know exactly what happened. <laughs> you know, it's like, wait, yeah. I was, I didn't spend that much. Or did I spend that much? Maybe I did. Maybe, maybe it was you. It wasn't me. It was you. It wasn't you. <laughs> it was Chloe, was it? <laughs> but uh, we have this thing that I came across years ago called the data effect, doing all that already. And I hear parents say that all the time when I say to them, try this. And they go, oh, I do that already. And oh, that's great. Don't. I like that. Yeah, I've heard that. No, you don't. If you did do that, you wouldn't be sitting here, you know. Yeah. So the data effect, don't get, don't fall into that trap. I'm doing yeah. all that already. What, what, what is it again? Doing all that already. Data. Yeah, data. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. That's mm -hmm. really, really cool. Uh, let me see. Cool, Amory, what, uh, what advice do you have to anybody who maybe is, you know, struggling with fitness, struggling with health, struggling to find balance, you know, struggling for motivation, maybe they're depressed. They're just not not in a in a place right now where they feel like they're getting the results that they want in kind of in any area or 
or just maybe in one area? Um, I suppose for me it is ring you, ring, <laughs> ring Brandon. <laughs> no, just talk to one of the lads. Like if you're talking about gym members, like not, people yeah. who are already there or people who aren't there, definitely to ring one of you guys and have the crack with you and set the goal, a small goal, just a little one, and just take it one day at a time. Like don't plan too far ahead. I think when you project things into the future as well, it can be too far away. Just mm, yeah. one day at a time, you know, just small little goals that are achievable. You know, um, like the six week challenge was brilliant because it's only six weeks, yeah. you know. Anybody can do that, it's six weeks. The three week, 21 days was brilliant. So mm. small, little achievable goals, baby steps, and they'll lead to the bigger goals. Yeah, well, yeah. Right, right, right now we're after implementing the system. So basically what we're trying to do to any fine fit members listen, or anybody thinking of joining, essentially, like we, we've just mentioned the middle there. So the 21-day challenge, three weeks, and then the six-week challenge, we basically now want to get yeah. in touch with everybody every four weeks. So like I said, just book four-week goals. You yeah. know, and that way, even if it all goes to, to shite in four weeks, it means that it's short enough time that, it's, like I said, it's not, you're not going to let it all go. It's not all yeah. going to go in four weeks. But in four weeks' time, you can kind of see, okay, well, you know, what, what went well, what didn't go well. It's simple stuff. My job yeah. is so repetitive at times because it's just basic. You know, it's just, it's so simple. It's digital this, digital this. And, you know, the health and fitness industry is kind of plagued with kind of gimmicks. And I suppose most, mm -hmm. most places that kind of want results, you know, the business world, I'm sure, is the same. It's just the parent world, I'm sure, is the same. Oh, what's the next big thing? What are we supposed to do? You yeah. know? It's simple stuff. It's keep it simple. Keep it simple completely. Forget about the gimmicks. Forget about all of that. You don't need any of that. It's, it's your mindset. If you have a positive mindset and if you're truly happy in yourself, like truly happy and you're not lying to yourself going, I'm kind of half happy, you know, you need yeah. to be truly happy in your decision and go for it. And you know what? If you make the wrong decision, that's okay. Yeah, 100%. Don't just forgive yourself and move on, you know. We're yeah, people people can be very, very hard on themselves. They really mm -hmm. can. They can. They really can. And you know, as long as you haven't done anything wrong to anybody and you haven't hurt anybody in the process, just forgive yourself and move on. That's it. And even if you have, you know, it's like, you know, even if you have, it's even as long as you haven't killed anyone. <laughs> this is it. And again, even if you have, you know, it's like you yeah. can't you can't wallow on something your entire bloody life. You know, it's yeah. like and, and you should you should like again, you know, if you've killed someone you should maybe make an abundant effort to right the wrongs. Oh, absolutely. You know, you know it's like, it, that's kind of what it's all about. You have to say your apologies. You have to right the wrongs. And then you have to get on with it, you know, because everybody's kind of got something to give. And I, I think what you said is, is very, very important, kind of about setting small goals, because like I, I if you just think of it, the physiology behind it as well, it's like setting the goal literally just it kind of lifts your head up and yeah. up into the future. Like I said, if you look at a, if you look at a skyscraper, literally tilt your head up, you can get dizzy. Yeah. But it's just about it's lifting, the, lifting your head off your feet, not sulking, not feeling sorry for yourself, and just saying, right here, look. Literally, even if it's off the floor and onto two feet in front, you know, and yeah. maybe that looks like a pound of fat loss. Maybe it looks like you know going to make meet a friend. Maybe it looks like asking for some help, asking for a childminder. Yeah. Maybe it looks like just doing a yoga class maybe it looks like eating a bloody strawberry for the first time in six years absolutely yeah just whatever it is small little tiny goals and just set them that way and then the other thing is get a training buddy like there's nothing like having 
somebody beside you to coach you on and somebody who's slightly better than you (laughs) (laughs) slightly better than you not like I could never run with Rory because he was too fast and he'd be away because he's so competitive so I wouldn't even entertain I ran around DKIT with him one day cursed me and roared at me and I said that's the end of that never run never running with that again so but it's lovely to have somebody who's just slightly better than you to just motivate you and just keep you keep you there so do find there's you know somebody there for everybody to to train with you do find that person because it's really um it's lovely when you see them and you can run together and train together and you know the gym's great for that there's so many people who would love to be you know paired off and and i think that the whole boxing and all of that brings people together as well you know when you're yeah. in this the shoulders ease and stuff yeah that you know and you can have the bit of crack with them and everything yeah 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 no it's it's it's, it's really nice like you said just to kind of have it's, it's somebody who's stretchy but doesn't outshine you yeah absolutely yeah. yeah that's the thing you don't want them to outshine you because then they'll make you feel bad about yourself you know yeah um, i remember i remember boxing growing up um, i suppose it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a hard truth and it's like i said it's maybe not a long-term solution but you know it's nice every once in a while to be humbled you know because yeah. like i remember i used to get the absolute crack kick to me like but you know it was a double-sided sword because it would destroy my self-esteem because i yeah. wasn't i wasn't tough enough to take it at the time you know yeah. to, to the point where i was you know, i quit boxing numerous times where it literally would it, 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 it would finish you but then yeah. at the other side of it you know i remember those times and i was on fire and sparring and somebody else would come in and just leave, knock me for six and you're kind of like yeah. oh i don't know it all yeah no but you need the winner effect brandon you need that winner effect and if you're training with somebody who's constantly better than you, you they are going to you know squish you're oh, you sort of, and you're like i'm never going to be as good as them i'm never going to be like them because people have different you know mindsets mm. you know and different abilities we're not was, all the same there was, there was a study done with, with rats and basically what they did was if they, they basically took these two rats and they got these rats to, to engage in, in rough and tumble play so basically mm. kind of like wrestling and in i think it was if I don't know the exact numbers, but basically they they put a, a smaller rat with another rat who's about thirty percent bigger bigger than the other rat, and basically okay. that's that's enough to to basically gauge that the, the bigger rat would always win. Yeah. And if the bigger rat didn't let the little mouse um, win at least like thirty percent of the time, the smaller mouse would just stop playing with him <laughs> because he's basically well look. I'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not i'm not doing this again there's just no point pinning. hanging around too yeah exactly yeah like i said yeah. so you can't have somebody just pinning you the whole time i used no. to i used to run into that issue with chris growing up um, on the playstation because what used to happen was chris 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 has got this great mind and i have this other great mind the two, the two like they've both got their strengths but they're so different so mm-hmm. what would happen is me and chris would get a, a game like Tekken or something like that and i'd basically just button mash and figure out a combo that worked and I'd, I'd kick the crap out of him, but it wouldn't take too much learning to do it. It yeah. would kind of be just kind of on the fly, kind of a uh, basic fighting. And Chris then after that, I'd probably end up, I'd probably end up beating him 30% more than he beat me. And then Chris would just sit with that game for about six hours. And he would <laughs> learn these 10 hit combos to the point there where the next time we played, he would just, absolutely annihilate me yeah 100 yeah. maybe i might win one out of ten times mm-hmm. and i was like yeah 
you spoiled the game for me. I yeah, can't play I'm not anymore. There with you anymore. <laughs> but you know, to, in 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 his defence, you know, I probably should have learned the ten hit combos back, but I wasn't yeah. invested. I wasn't you invested. That invested, no. Yeah, but you have to complement each other. I think that's the thing. You have to complement each other. Like something for myself and Paul, he will always start off fast if we're racing, like if we're actually doing a race. He'll be away, start off fast, and I'll go, slow down you. <laughs> I'll see you, I'll catch you. And then, lo and behold, I just see him in the distance, and there he is, I catch him, like, told you. <laughs> that's that's you know, And then we finish, like, yeah. So you have to complement each other, I think, and you're not competing against each other. You're there to support each other, you know? Mm. Yeah, I completely agree. So, Amory, what's next on the list? Um, we're do, going to do another quest when restrictions are lifted. Uh, I hope that's the plan anyway. Um, hopefully we get another quest in when restrictions are lifted. Uh, we had signed up for Hell and Back, but I'm definitely not going to do an October Hell and Back. I don't think it's going to happen anyway. I can't I see hope, it happening. I hope not. I hope not. I don't really like, I don't really like them in the, in, in the cold, no, to be fair. Two months, no. Yeah, they're uh, much better so crack in the summer. They are far better crack in the summer, so hopefully that will not happen in October. But um, yeah, look at I, I that's that's just it. Just keep tipping away, and hopefully these restrictions will lift soon, and we'll be able to do what we have to do. Yeah. But uh, for now, it's just getting out on the bike and running and training. Yeah, I'm so happy, so so happy. The gym's back open. I know it's so class. Happy. It is class. It's just deadly. I'm so happy. Makes so makes makes a world of difference. Like I said, I know it's a, it's a weird old time, just kind of lockdown and all that kind of stuff. Now it really is. It, 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 it wore on me the other day for the first time. So how long how long are we in lockdown? Now? Is it four months, three months, five months? 13, 14 weeks. I don't know, Brandon. I, everything's just blending into I one. I haven't so. got a clue. I don't know. I really. Yeah. It's, Mar- it's since March. I, we um we did quest the week that lockdown happened. Like literally the week before. We were driving home and on the news they were saying how many cases there were and it was just like oh shit let's get home quick yeah, I know. <laughs> you know it was just um yeah so it was the week before so it was march yeah so i basically got one holiday cancelled they were mm-hmm. meant to go to rome and then i think we we're meant to, meant to go to yeah chloe booked it for for i think it was for our anniversary or for christmas uh, she booked it there for um for around valentine's day and that was cancelled or maybe it was after i'm not sure when it was but we we're meant to go to rome and then uh, we were meant to go to Spain then as well with Steve and Jen. That was cancelled. And I took all that fine. And then I was meant to, I was planning with Chloe. I was like, oh, Nando's is opening back up. So we go to Nando's and she was like, oh, no, sure. I don't think you'll even be able to sit, sit in. You'll have to take it away. And I was like, <laughs> that was it. That was the, the, the last straw for me. So you'll have to do a Nando's night at home. You can buy the Nando sauce and Duns and just make your own Nando's and I do a special. Yesterday. Yesterday yeah, about class. It. But it's no, I bought, I, bought, I bought these uh, these little bags. So these little bags, you put a chicken breast in, it's got all the seasoning, and you, shake it, and you yeah. shake it, and you bake it. So I'll let you know how that goes. So a funny story about Nando's. I had never been to Nando's before, and the day of the dairy marathon, there's a Nando's in Derry, and Seth and Paul said, Josh, should we go to Nando's? Because we'd heard yes. all these amazing things. It was rotten. <laughs> what? It was rotten. Oh, just stop. What did and you get? Some kind of chicken burger. I haven't got a clue. It was rotten. And we had all the, you know, we were after running our first marathon. We we're going to have some nice food and have some wine and beer and everything. You like, you like chicken. <laughs> it was rotten. You like chicken. Yeah. You like spice. It was rotten. 
Right, right. That's the end of the podcast. Shut down. End of here. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. I, you know, I understand. Yeah, no. Here, look, everybody's got their own taste, I suppose. Yeah, no, but the Nando sauce are nice. I have got them from Dunn's. They are nice. Yeah, yeah. I got Next a, time you come for dinner, I'll make you a Nando's burger. I know. This just all ends. <laughs> I know. I just want to go back to normal. I want to go back to Amory's for dinner. No, we can do it in the garden. Be grand. I think you're allowed. You're allowed small groups of six now, aren't you? Yeah, are. And I yeah, have the garden all set up. I've the gazebo ready, chicken. Thanks, Chloe. Let's make it happen sooner rather than later. Chicken for the chicken. Chicken for the chicken. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, well, Amory, I suppose we'll leave it there. Um, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast again. I really, really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you sharing your testimony. I'm sure there's somebody listening who, again, you know, they, they, they took something from it. Um, you know, if it's just, you know, planning, if it's understanding that, you know, you can break through your limits, if it's understanding if it's a priority, we can make it happen. It's just about, it's about wanting it. And, and, and you know, everybody's going to have your obstacles. Everybody's kind of going to have something that's, it could, it, it could look like the end mm-hmm. unless you're w- really willing to kind of create a workaround and move forward. Absolutely, yeah. And like age is literally just a number, Brandon. It is. Yeah, honestly, I literally can't believe you're 48 because I generally thought you're 39. Thanks. Again, I'm literally, literally not just saying that. Like honestly, like you are honestly incredible. You're you're a bloody super ager. And again, like the 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 most not surprising thing, but the most impressive thing for me is generally I believe your best years are ahead of yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, that is the truth. Like, I have so many things that I want to do and, like, plans that I want to uh, Definitely. And, you know, I'm not going to let age stop me from doing those things. If anything, yeah. age is going to com- complement those things, you know? Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Especially now with a kind of weight training and all that kind of stuff. They say, you know, one of the biggest things as you, as you reach into, into older age, anyways, you're, you start losing bone density. And that doesn't yeah. really need to be a problem so much anymore because of weight training you know it's honestly one of the, no, one of the best of the kind of training you do here so you're you're you're, you're a credit to yourself you're a credit to your kids you're a credit to your job you're a credit to your family thank you so much again most of all your credit to, to, to fighting fists we really appreciate um kind of all the ambassador work that you've done done through us um throughout the years you know you've brought in i don't know how many members have come in and said oh Amory told me about the place <laughs> um, like i said we appreciate your support um since day one you've kind of you've kind of been with us and you know doesn't matter what we did or what we tried to do and how little I knew about coaching you always kind of supported us and uh, you know I really really appreciate that just before I go uh just to say thank you to Stephen because I I have thanked him I'm sure I have but in front of everybody this is for everybody to listen like thank you to Stephen because without him there would be no fighting fit he's just the top dog he is the main man I, I I sorry go ahead he it was him obviously that approached me i was i was at a white collar as well as kira um i was at a white collar that Ruri was fighting in the Cardale way back in the day and it was for clan nefa and stephen just came over like that to me and said oh i'm doing this uh women's boot camp do you want to have a week you know i want to come in and see what it's like and i was like oh gee why is he asking me mm. <laughs> but it was him and his um i suppose the neck on him that he has just to go over to a stranger and ask them something like that you know yeah. And yeah, so it's you know he is yeah. the top power. Honestly, like I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for Stephen. You know, I was yeah. uh, none I, of us would, Brandon. Yeah, I was I was filling out a filling out a form, and it was um I think I think it was actually again something Stephen put me on to, um, mm-hmm. just kind of again self development. I was you know it's like most inspirational people are people that have affected your life in the most positive way. And Stephen's the top of my list. You know, I've listened to Absolutely. lots of people. I've had lots of coaches throughout the years. Um, 
But Stephen is the man behind the scenes. Stephen's like, mm-hmm. again, the reason I'm doing this podcast with you is because Stephen uh, was a man who decided let's set up a podcast. Mm-hmm. Let's make the YouTube channel happen. Let's, um, let's go online. Let's, you know, as many places just with a shutdown. He's so resourceful. Um, he, on, he honestly, he's, he's, he's a genius. He honestly yeah. is. He's so smart. He's the man behind anything, you know, multiple white collars, thousands and thousands of, um, of euros raised for charity. Um, mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of pounds of fat loss um, thousands yeah. and thousands of miles ran um, from, from, yeah. from inspiring people to kind of go out and run the miles um, again yeah, and, and it has invested so much in, in myself and Niall and Chris um, and Jenny and Sam and Peter you know really just and again this is a, this is a small business this is a, a this is a family run business like it's put food on, on, on my table has supported mm-hmm. my kids you know, it, it it really means an awful lot to me and everybody else for all the work that he does. So I, I, I appreciate you thanking him. And I'd like to, again, extend a, a thank you because I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, no, only for him. Like he is definitely, he's a bit, and you know, it's his resilience. It's, he, he has built in resilience that he can overcome any challenge and has this great mind that he can think outside the box and oh let's try it this way and it will work you know and yeah. let's make it happen you know and he does it all with a smile on his face as well and you know and it's it's him like at the end yeah. of the day like you guys wouldn't be where you are without him and neither would we you yeah know? i agree he was a uh, i was talking to him about um if, if uh, any of these guys seen we uh, we knocked down the walls for mm-hmm. the, the the what was the old upstairs pt studio it was it was initially a Pilates studio, and then he said, "Oh no, I don't like that." So we just said, "All right, we'll get a little weights and all that kind of stuff and set up as that." And then um, he's actually, you know what it is? I don't like that either. Just knock all the walls down and build, 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 build on through. You know, just yeah. kind of has just kind of has this mindset. And I said, "I was like, like I would have never even kind of thought to knock the walls no. down." You know, and he was like, "Oh yeah, well, just because you've dug yourself a hole doesn't mean you have to dig any deeper." No, you can just dig out. Yeah. Well, kind of. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, no, I think I agree. I think it's down to this this mindset and, and thinking out the box. It's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right, Thank you so I'm much. I'm after spending an hour on here with you and totally neglected my whole family. That's 100% here, Sheila. <laughs> the fighting for family. You know, you have to you have to pay your dues. You have to pay your dues. And come here. I'll see you later. Um, thank you for having me. It was great. Right, so, uh, As so, always. Would you like anybody following social media or Facebook or anything like that? Mm-hmm. No, you're okay. Another <laughs> one, two shy for social media. Well, guys, if you want to follow us no. on um, on the YouTube channel, it's uh, the the fighting fit, uh, just fighting fit on YouTube. Um, the main Instagram page for the, the main man Stephen is fighting double underscore fit. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's uh, FF Movie Coach. And apart from that, guys, I'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.